if you can take a breath and think about who you are and kind of what makes you you, that's that's going to open you up, not just for career, but like for anything that you're doing. Welcome to Major League Lessons. We're here to talk about some of the lessons we wish we had learned while we were still playing the game that we love. Stuff that can help athletes right here, right now, while also preparing you for life after your sport ends and the real world begins. Because for us, we weren't ready at all, and honestly, I don't think anyone is. Today we're talking about self-awareness. Self-awareness is it's, it's knowing yourself as much as possible, knowing things you like, don't like, what you want to do, what, what you don't want to do. Alex and I have both kind of learned that in our own experiences, and why that's important is how can you know yourself and also like learning about yourself is fun to do too i think that's something that we both learned in doing the called up coaching is like everybody likes to learn more about themselves so lop do you want to talk about any of your experiences with like how kind of self-awareness how it's helped you out in figuring out your career to get you where you're at today yeah i think it goes back to all those thoughts i had during covid where i was trying to figure out like all right and 10, 15 years, where do I want to be? And everyone wants to be happy. Like that's should be everyone's goal in life. And it was literally as simple as that for me. Like what's going to make me happy. And I always knew it was baseball one way or another growing up. Obviously I thought I was going to be an MLB player. And then you stop growing when you're a freshman in high school and you're only five, eight and you realize like, Hey, it's probably not going to happen, man. But I think like having that awareness of what I truly loved and knowing like there's a potential career out there for it is huge. And I know like we've talked about making that connection with everyone that we've worked with. What do you love? There's probably a career in there for you. So I think that's really what it comes back to for me. And like, I always knew a corporate job probably wasn't going to be it for me like forever because there were times when like you got to fake people always say like fake it till you make it. And that's what I felt like I was doing a lot of was like, faking being like this corporate person when I didn't really feel like I was and even like recruiting this year and like coaching it's been like pinch me moments because like I'm talking baseball and like I said before the money isn't great to start out when you're coaching but like you're chasing what you love to do and even those like one-off conversations I've had with other coaches and players like that's what drives me and looking back like this time a year ago where I was like quote-unquote faking it till you make it it's much easier to go go that extra mile and work even harder when you know what you want to do so yeah i think um i think thinking back to where you were a year two years ago is something that i do a good amount and like it it helps me be more grateful too because it's like when there's a tough day it's like all right a year ago that tougher day was in an office doing something that i hated just not doing something that I wanted to do. But now it's like, when it's a tough day, it's like I'm still doing something that I love to do. And I think that's what it's about. And when you have that, like when you have the ability to withstand going through that hard stuff, like you still know I'm on the right path. And it's having that foresight. It's delayed gratification really of what's the shit that I'm gonna have to go through right now to kind of then get me to where like I wanna go. And for me, like, self-awareness I, I didn't realize how important it was for me until I came out on the other side of, of some shit I went through in 2020 like 2020 was brutal for me like part of that in there was realizing like I didn't like my job I didn't like my engineering job 
and now I'm still just part-time, but I was working like crazy. It was, it was at a point where I was working, like there was one project that was 12, 15, 15 hour days. There were days that I worked till 3am. I remember working till 5am. Like it was just, and it wasn't miserable, but like, I don't know if that's just how I am. It was like, even though this sucks, this is my job and I need to do, this is what I signed up for. So I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to do it. It's not like that was never an option for me. It was never fuck this. Like I'm done, you know? And, and like, you have those thoughts, but it was like, all right, you still have the work in front of you that you have to get done because this is your job. This is what you signed up for. And also I just didn't want to be that guy and I didn't want to let other people down. But like within all that, it was also like realizing also dur during COVID, right? I was literally in a room all day, sitting at a desk, doing something that I didn't like to do. Um, it definitely wasn't the healthiest time period for me. But it within all that, it made me realize like, all right, I can't do this for the next 40 years. Like I'm gonna, it just kind of felt like I was doing something that didn't mean anything to me. Um, and started to go down that road. And it was like, okay, is it the work that I'm doing? Is it engineering? Is it the company? And I realized it was engineering. I was like, geez, do you, do you just, are you going to waste the four years that you like your parents just kind of spent on you? And, and you have those thoughts, but I, I had the awareness to, to be like, this is not what I want. I know I chose this probably for like, for the wrong reasons again, because my dad did it and never questioned it along the way. And then ended up in the job and was like, wow, I didn't do this for the right reasons. I didn't do this for me. This is not the life that I want to live. And all the hard stuff that I'm going to have to go through to figure out if it's not engineering, I like, I literally had no idea. It was a, literally a blank canvas of what could I do? It was wide open and had to just figure it out. So I started with, honestly, where I started was I realized I was selling myself short as just who I was. Like I wasn't necessarily being the best person that I was. I like focused on myself first to become the best person that I could be. And so that was where I started in character development and self-awareness in that regard to just be a better person. Not that I was an asshole or anything, but there was just like, there were, there were things that I knew I could improve on. Like the definition of like integrity, right? It's doing the right thing when no one's watching. And that was, that was a big thing for me. And we'll probably talk about that at some point, but ha I had the awareness to realize, all right, that's where I needed to start and learning about myself first and foremost could then propel me to, all right, what career do I want to have? Um, and within all that process, again, it took me like two years, but it was step one. All right. Become a better person. How do you do that? Learn more about yourself, have integrity. And then it was, okay knowing what you know now, how can you find that career for you? But having that self-awareness was huge for me because when I realized I wanted to do called up coaching and start my own business and kind of do something that is not normal, my parents, a lot of people were like, hey, are you sure? Like, at like are you sure this is it? All those kind of hesitant questions and I really I did I but I butted heads with my dad for a little while because he just didn't really completely get it and he's completely come around and once I actually decided and told him that I was doing what I was doing he was super supportive and all that stuff but it's all about knowing yourself and knowing that your path is your own and that you have to choose 
your own way. And that's what I did not do. I chose my dad's path and then realized at 22, 23 that, wow, this sucks. Like this is not utilizing the things that I'm naturally good at my strengths. It's not something that I love to do. And in turn, it was something that I didn't want to work super hard for. It was always living for the weekend and waiting for five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, whenever it is to roll around that I could then go home and do what I actually wanted to do. And you're going to work more than anything else in your life. So for me, it was, I wanted to love what I was doing. And again, all that started with self-awareness to have the ability to know myself and know what I wanted and know what I also didn't want. And also being so in tune with myself that when people would like people close to me too, would be like, Hey man, are you sure this is what you want to do? I was like, yes, because I know myself more than you know me. So like you hear that advice from other people and you like, I, I listen to it, but then you throw it through your own filter and really decide if that makes sense for you. And I think that's, I think that's a superpower that is important to develop. It it helps your decision-making and you can always kind of check in with yourself when you're listening to other people's advice. Yeah. I think a a big piece of what you said is like your path is your own. And that's probably the biggest part of self-awareness because at the end of the day, like you got to live with what you decide to do. And if it's chasing a passion, like, like we talked about, being 90 and looking back at your life, like you're the only one that has to live with that. By that time, unfortunately, our parents are going to be gone and they obviously have done everything to put us in good spots, but you got to live with your decisions at the end of the day, career, life, like everything. And the more you know yourself, the quicker you can get on that path of what you truly want to do. And going back to what you said about the 4 a.m., 5 a.m. days, I remember it was last summer I was working an event at Yankee Stadium and like outside looking in everyone's oh you're at yankee stadium for work like why the hell would you leave that and it was as simple as like we were at like the batter's eye deck at yankee stadium where you can see the whole field like players are taking bp like coaches are working on the side and i was doing like customer service stuff with some card holders and i like looked down at the field and i was like i want that to be me and obviously like probably not at the scale of being a coach for the yankees but like just that seeing like coaches work with players two hours before the game, like stuff that most people don't even notice. That was the stuff that always like lit a fire inside me. And that happened multiple times where I would look out at the field and be like, I'd rather be on that side than this side. So I think that all goes back to self-awareness. And like, like I've said before, there's plenty of people who their dream job is to work in sport marketing and that's great, but it wasn't for me. And I knew that fairly quickly but like anything it takes while a while to act on it and like you said trust that your path is right and not worry about what other people think about what you're doing yeah and i think too like with the wanting to be on the field and wanting to be on that side and not in the box up there i think that's something that a lot of people miss out on because and they stay stuck with you could have i think for both of us we could have stayed where we were at and had a quote unquote successful life, right? Like we would have been fine. We would have made enough money, had the, like got married, had kids, done the stereotypical thing to do, which is great. But I think we both realized that there was more out there for us to to go after. And I think 
there's a lot of people that settle for just good enough and for just like you know yeah the fact that I get to go to Yankee games all the time and I get to go to the All-Star game for free and all this and golf tournaments and all this stuff that is really cool I think a lot of people stop there and for I want to be clear like for some people like that is a dream job I think there's a saying for I think it's relationships but there's an ask for every seat and I think that goes holds true for career stuff too so like when we talk about career we're not we're not trying to shit on nine to fives Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's again it's all about what's best for you and knowing that your path is your own and making sure you're doing it for the right reasons because to get back to the main point that I was going for is so many people I think go to work every day knowing that there's more that they could be doing and there's something else that is really the thing that they could be going after but for a number of different reasons um you know they don't go after it there's there's a number of reasons why not to go and I think that was something that also motivated me to just go do it. Because I, I, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, you know, I, starting a business was like down the line. It was like, all right, I realized like I, I want to start a business at some point in my life. And then as more time passed, it was, why don't I just start it now? What? And, and I would also look around and, and see like other small businesses and see other people that like not to be arrogant, but like if it was almost like if they could do it, then I could do it. And uh, like, I just had that, that feeling that I knew I was smart. I knew I could figure out, I knew I had the good like work ethic. And I knew all these things that, again, I kind of developed over, especially over the past couple of years that I knew like when it came down to it, like I could do it. And, and that goes into kind of self-belief and all that stuff. But again, all this stuff ties into the awareness factor. And and I think too, a lot of people don't realize that they have a dream and that they, that they should have a dream job. I didn't realize that you should love what you do. When I was in high school and when I was in college and when I was getting my degree in electrical engineering, like I just thought everybody like didn't really love their job. And like, it was just okay. And that was just how it was supposed to be. But then you kind of get into it. And it's like, fuck that. Like, why would you not absolutely love the thing that you're doing? It just didn't make sense to me. And that was what I was kind of afraid of is just like getting stuck and realizing like, again, going back to when, when you're 90 years old, I did not want to, I did not want to regret not going after it. Yeah. And I I like what you said about the self-belief piece. And I think if you are chasing a dream, like it has to start with that. Because if you don't believe that you can do it, then you're probably not going to get into the right industry or whatever you want to do and for me it honestly started from like not being recruited really heavily out of high school for baseball and I was I wouldn't say I was a soft high school player but I didn't have like the grit that I developed when I got to college my high school coach would get on me all the time and turn into one of my best mentors in life but he pushed me and I think without that I would have I don't even know if I would have made the team here but he made like practices extremely hard in high school and that kind of prepared me for what what we face in college. And the belief of like, I don't care if anyone else believes in me, like I'm gonna believe in myself. And that's, I think a huge, like we talked about superpowers, I think that's a huge one because 
Um, if you're just worried about if other people believe in you, you're going to be chasing probably the wrong things. So like having that chip on my shoulder of like, all right, no one really thinks I can play. I'm sure like my parents and like um, other coaches thought I could play in college. But outside of that, there weren't like, there wasn't a ton of interest from other colleges. So I always had that chip on my shoulder of like, all right, I'm just going to do this myself and like wherever it ends up, but I'm going to leave it all out there. And that leads into choosing your career too. Like it starts with belief and then you're going to work that much harder once you do believe in yourself. Yeah. And I think too, like we, we idolize celebrities. We, especially like for both of us, like athletes, we look at guys in the MLB, like our heroes, you admire them and it's like, okay, why do you admire them? And it's because they are going after like their dream. Right. And like, I think especially be, like becoming a, a professional athlete is obviously extremely challenging, but I think, I mean, I love listening to, to old like Kobe clips. Cause I think he's a, he's a perfect example of, um, you know, someone that just didn't really give a shit and like broke the barriers of, what you're supposed to do. And he was a guy that obviously like worked like nobody else. And I think that's part of it too. It's what's the thing that you're going to be able to work your ass off for and still love it. Because if you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to want to work as hard. And that's a big thing that we'll talk about is finding that thing so that when it gets hard, when you do have to work till midnight, whatever it is, like you're able to do it and you still love it. There's days like right now for me where I'm sitting down here all day and it's like awesome. Like I'm just literally down here like working on, all right, how can I build called up coaching? What do I need to do? And then just doing it. And it's like, and, and it's most of the day, but it's like, I'll look up and it's like, wow, that was awesome. Like it doesn't feel like work, but self-awareness at the end of the day if you know yourself as much as possible you become such a good decision maker because you're not worried about what everyone else is telling you and Alex and I have both lived that yes you want to hear other people's opinions and their voice and, and you don't want to just completely disregard what other people have to say but especially for us like I know for me, like I heard it from my parents of like, again, like questioning what I'm gonna, what I'm doing. Like, are you sure? And at the time, I, you know, when I decided to like start called up coaching, move here, like do the do the Western New England coaching, like I had no guarantee that called up coaching was gonna make any money, but I kind of had the foresight and and the awareness to trust myself that, all right, I'm going to figure it out. I think I'm smart enough. I think I can work hard enough. I think I'm like, I'm going to love this enough that I'm going to be able to do the work and figure it out. And, and I think having that foresight and that's going back to belief, but knowing all those things, I was like so sure of myself and so aware of what I wanted to do. And then also what I didn't want to do of of being of being an engineer anymore and all that together like i was very easily able to hear the opinions of, of others and be like okay i hear you thank you but respectfully like 
I, I have to do this for me because again, when I'm 90, I'm going to be looking back at this and I want to be proud of it. I don't want to think back and be like, wow, I'm glad I listened to somebody else tell me what I should do for my life and for my dreams. And that's why, again, that's why I think self-awareness is so important. And for the called up stuff, like we don't push guys anywhere to go one way, like for a career. It's literally just like, all right, what are you, what's best for you? And what's something that you're going to love every day? And again, for some people that might be sitting at a desk, like a nine to five, like that structure, again, that just wasn't for Alex and I, but there's a ton of people out there that like, that's what they love to do every day. And that's awesome. But again, it's just, it wasn't for us. Yeah. I think another piece of self-awareness is understanding where you're at. And like, when we talk about making those career changes and this really hit home for me too, when I decided to do this was like, if I stayed with sport marketing until I was like 35, 36, and then wanted to do this and I already had the wife, kids, all that stuff, probably can't do it. So I was like, if, if I'm going to make this jump and like really chase this, it has to be now. And it almost made it an easier decision for me because I was like, all that other stuff can happen over time. But I don't think if I stay in this for another 10, 15 years, like I'm going to be able to chase this. So it was almost not really now or never, but I understood like now's the time to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think also having perspective, like where you're at, especially when chasing a dream is like not thinking about how far you still have to go because that can get that can get you spinning in circles and doubting yourself but thinking instead thinking about how far you've come since like your whole journey because um, if you told me August before my freshman year of college that I would be here coaching baseball I would have told you you were nuts because I didn't have a spot on the team like I was terrified like I saw these like juniors and seniors in college who were much more physical than me like smash balls all over the field in BP and even like interactions with coaches like I wasn't confident talking to coaches when I was looking for schools and now being around them and like talking the game it's just cool to see like how far you you come and I think that's a much better way of looking at it than I still have x amount of years until I'm a head coach or whatever it is and just being grateful with the past experiences even in jobs that you may or may not have wanted to do like all that shapes you into who you are and that's Mm-hmm. All tied into self-awareness, I think, just because every experience you go through makes you more aware of what you actually want. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, just to kind of wrap up, like, how how can you become more self-aware? And I think, so one thing that I did when I was trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do for a career, I actually have still have the notebook somewhere, but I wrote down just a list of what are a few things that make me happy? What are things I'm naturally good at? You know, what are things I'm passionate about? What are some dream job options? Like if I could do anything in the world, what would I do? What are some things that I hate? What are things that I don't want? What are some problems that I see in the world that I wish could be solved? So like I I wrote down everything that to hit on like the first three or four that I said, like everything that I loved and I was passionate about. There was plenty of stupid stuff on there. Things I was good at, like I I joke around with like our guys, but like I wrote down like brushing my teeth. Like I wrote down, like I'm good at brushing my teeth just because like for that exercise, I was like putting down every single thing I was good at. And then, you know, obviously like I'm not going to find a career in brushing my teeth, but like having the open mind that anything you put down, like actually look into it and kind of go from there of like, okay, this is like who I am. I just wrote down like kind of who I am and the things that fire me up every day. Okay. 
how do I find a career in this? And I did that in June of 2022. And I like the, I had the aha moment of called up coaching like end of July. And I actually like, once we started to work with our guys, like I pulled the notebook out and expanded it to like use it for our guys. But I think the more you can just check in with yourself, the more you can sit down and be like, hey, who am I? We're running around all day, every day, most of us. But if you can take a breath and think about who you are and kind of what makes you you, that's that's going to open you up, not just for career, but like for anything that you're doing. Um, you know, and you really can discover things you love to do and you can hopefully do more of that. And also it, it kind of uncovers things you don't love to do and things you, you want to try and maybe avoid. And, and that's a fine line between just you do want to do hard things. Doing hard things is, is important and that's what makes you grow. But you do also want to, especially when you're talking about career, you want to find something that that fits for you based on who you are, the person you are based on your experiences and, and all that good stuff. But self-awareness is, is probably the number one thing that, that I've learned and continue to, to work on and, and grow every day. But uh, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I would say uh, I started journaling too, I think middle of last year. Just bought like a notebook from Staples or something. And I think that's been really helpful. And that was one of those things where I was always opposed to it, especially in like high school, college, like, especially as like a, a guy, I feel like <laughs> it's not frowned upon at that age, but like you probably get made fun of a little bit if you're keeping like a quote unquote diary. Yeah. Cause that's essentially what it is. But I think it's like getting your thoughts out on paper and that you can see and only they're only for yourself and me being like somewhat introverted. I'm not great about sharing thoughts and feelings with other people. So I think journaling is a good way to express yourself and realize things that are always bouncing around in your head, but when you're able to put them on paper and go back and look at them, go back and look at them, I feel like that also helps you grow. And I remember just like, I especially started writing like chasing this and like the fall of last year, just like taking out notes of how I was feeling each day. And like the first year of, of chasing a dream is not easy because you're just like going on the fly and you have nothing to like base any of your decisions off of. So I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks, like how differently I'll approach my mm-hmm. second year of coaching versus the first, because especially coaching in your first year, like, like we've talked about, not a lot of money. So like it's long hours and you got to find stuff to do on the side. And I think I realized that this spring when we're like flying around, going to games every day, like on a bus all the time. And like, it's how do, how do I make money outside of that? And it, it all comes back to like journaling and just, learning from each experience. And I think being able to put those thoughts down and that way when you have a tough day or a good day, like you can see what you were feeling on those days to hopefully create more more good days as you go forward. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because um, yeah, that's something that I do and that's something that I started, got back in 2020 when shit was hitting the fan. Because like you, like I was in a house with my dad. It was literally me and my dad. And obviously during COVID, there's nowhere you can go. So, and like I talked to my dad about a good amount of stuff, but there's always stuff that you don't really want to talk about. And it does help to get your thoughts out. And there's also not one way to just journal. There's so many, like I've experimented with different, you know, writing different things down. Right now what I do is I'll write down just like 
how my day went or, or like something like a, a thought of the day or whatever it is, like just a couple sentences at the end of the day, mostly because looking back now, like when I went to Rhode Island, like I brought all my notebooks and like read everything that I wrote back in 2020. And I think it's more of a grateful thing for me because you can look back and realize, wow, that that's where I was like, and it's like, this is where I'm at now. And it's like, wow, that's, it's crazy what's happened in the last three years or whatever it is. And like, even looking back to last year, like, again, I was this time last year, I was still sitting at a desk in a cubicle, not knowing what the hell I wanted to do with my life. I was, I was getting a lot closer, but it was like, but now it's like a year into it. And there's a lot of good stuff happening. And there's still a lot, there's a ton of work left. But you journaling, again, you can going back and rereading it, even just flipping through some old stuff. It's like, wow, I remember that. And I can be that much more grateful for where I'm at today, because of it. And also too, I actually got this from Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights book. I think that's really what made me start writing is because what he did was he kept a journal since he was like, I don't know, 15, 12, whatever it was. And then like he ended up writing, writing his book, like based on all the things that he wrote down in that book, like he one day went on vacation and read it all and then turned it into a book. Um, And not that that's what I want to do, but I think in 40 years, like it's going to be really fucking cool to go back and look at wow, like, this is where I was at, you know, when I was 25. And this is what I was thinking. And this is what I was going through and all that stuff. And I think it's gratifying to go back and and look at your past experiences so that you don't you don't forget what happened. And you can you can appreciate that much more. Again, to just to just be more self aware and, and learn about yourself more. If you enjoyed the show, feel free to tell a friend about it, click the follow button, or follow the social media page on Instagram at Valeriano underscore. You can also visit our website at calledupcoaching.com to learn more about what we do. Cheers.